0: What if? That is the moral, or lack of one, in this story. What if your mates aren't really your mates? And more importantly, what if the information you've been given is nothing more than bait on a hook? Without giving too much away, let's delve into our most popular short story writers' latest. Oh, and in case I haven't mentioned it, Dave Fox is an award-winning short story author. His work will doubtless be heard throughout the ages. A Triple cursed Treasure by Dave Fox In the dimly lit belly of the crow's nest tavern, laughter and the tang of salt hung heavy in the air. Weathered timbers creaked against the relentless thrum of waves, a constant reminder of the sea's capricious nature. Scoundrels of all stripes nursed tankards of grog, their stories as rough and tumble as the waves outside. At the helm of this nautical haven stood Salty Jack, a wizened old sea dog with salt-and-pepper hair framing eyes that glittered with mischief. His face, a map of past adventures etched in wrinkles and scars, held the wisdom of countless tides. Three figures huddled at the bar tonight, shadows cast by the flickering firelight masking their weary faces. Their last expedition, a disastrous run-in with the Spanish fleet, had left them with empty pockets and even emptier spirits. Sensing their despair, Salty Jack leaned in, his voice a gravelly rumble that cut through the tavern's din. "'Looks like fortune hasn't smiled kindly on you, lads,' he remarked, his gaze twinkling with amusement. "'The tallest of the three, his voice rough with fatigue, muttered, "'Aye, that she hasn't. Could use a bit of a change, that's for sure.' "'A knowing smile played on Salty Jack's lips. "'Well then,' he drawled, his voice dropping to a conspiratorial whisper, "'you've come to the right place. "'I've got a tale that'll set your hearts a-pounding and your blood a-boiling.' He leaned closer, his voice barely audible above the tavern's hum. He spun a yarn of Captain John Bowen, a legendary pirate who vanished, leaving behind a hidden fortune on these very shores. Salty Jack's words painted a picture of buried treasure and untold riches. Captain Bowen, he began weaving a tapestry of adventure, sailed the seven seas, plundering and pillaging with the best of them. But when the sea's song grew old, he traded his cutlass for a quiet life here on these shores. Skepticism etched the faces of the three pirates. John Bowen's been worm food for years, mate, the second pirate scoffed, his voice thick with disbelief. What's your name, son? asked Salty Jack. Name's Thomas, the first counted, and that's Longshanks, he gestured to the tallest. And this here, he added, pointing to the third, is Bull. Don't let his size fool you. He packs a mean punch and an even sharper knife. Salty Jack chuckled, his eyes twinkling with mischief. Pleasure to meet you, Doubting Thomas, Longshanks and Bull. Now about that fortune. The three desperate pirates leaned in. Salty Jack's voice dripped with amusement. Wouldn't you want them thinking you're six feet under if you were hunted, lads? He chuckled, his weathered face crinkling. No nosing about for treasures then, eh? "'the pirate's scepticism melted faster than butter on a griddle. "'Their eyes, once clouded with doubt, now gleamed with avarice. "'Tell us where!' Bull roared, his impatience barely contained. "'Torn, Salty Jack fidgeted. "'He knew the wrath of a dead John Bowen was just as fearsome as a living one, "'yet the clink of gold whispered sweet promises. "'Well, lads,' he drawled, a sly grin dancing on his lips, "'for the right price a bit of knowledge might be persuaded out of me.' Hearts pounding, anticipation buzzing in their veins, the three pirates crowded around Salty Jack. Their meagre hoard of coins, barely more than a hundred combined, trembled in their calloused hands as they counted, each clink an offering to their newfound greed. Trusting the old barkeep with a glint of desperation and a handshake, they sealed the deal. Salty Jack pocketed the last coin, his gaze heavy as it met theirs. "'Ye've made your choice,' he rumbled words echoing with the weight of their gamble may fortune smile kindly lads fueled by a newfound purpose the pirates set off the following day the horizon held promises of gold and glory drowning out the whispers of john bowen's wrath unafraid they steeled themselves against the unknown their resolve tempered by their hunger for riches Hours bled into each other, the treacherous coastline shifting from sun-baked sands to jagged cliffs that threatened to snatch them into the churning sea. Undeterred, they pressed on, eyes scanning the horizon for the tell-tale coconut tree, the key to their destiny. As the sun dipped low, painting the sky in hues of orange and purple, their relentless pursuit neared its end. A lone palm tree, its twisted branches reaching the heavens, emerged from the haze. There, Longshanks roared, his voice laced with triumph. Hundreds of palm trees line this coast, mate, Thomas countered, his scepticism ever present. But this one, Longshanks insisted, his gaze unwavering, stands tallest, a beacon in the sand. A tense silence descended. The palm tree swayed in the salty breeze, a silent judge of their ambition. Adrenaline surged, hearts pounding like war drums against their ribs. The three pirates sprinted toward the palm tree, boots sinking into the soft sand like anchors. As they neared, a mound of disturbed earth at the base caught their eyes. A promise scribbled in the sand. Eager claws tore at the soil, flinging grains like golden sparks in the fading light. And then, with a triumphant roar, their prize emerged. A massive chest, buried deep but now bared in the dying day. Trembling hands, hearts thrumming with wonder, they pried open the lid. A dazzling spectacle unfolded, coins like constellations scattered across black velvet, jewels that pulsed with otherworldly fire, silver shimmering like moonlight on a rippling sea. For a heartbeat they stood frozen, mesmerized by the glittering tableau. Riches beyond their wildest dreams overflowed. The chest pulsed with a hypnotic glow, casting long shadows that danced in the waning light. Then, with whoops and laughter that echoed across the beach, they descended upon the treasure like famished wolves. Greedy hands scooped up coins and jewels, marvelling at intricate craftsmanship before reaching for more as if the bounty stretched endlessly. Under the soft, dying light, they reveled in their plunder. A glittering avalanche cascaded around them, each precious stone a silent testament to their daring, an intoxicating reward for their gamble. The whispers of danger from distant horizons were drowned out by the triumphant hum of victory. They were kings of the ocean tonight, their fates rewritten in the stars scattered across the velvet sky. The world, vast and brimming with possibility, lay before them, an oyster pried open, not just by cunning but by a willingness to embrace risks no other soul dared. But as the celebration swelled, the weight of their treasure grew heavier. This wasn't just a chest. It was a challenge a reminder of the daunting task ahead, hauling it back to civilization with seemingly impassable cliffs guarding their secret. "'Looks like we got a problem,' Thomas muttered, his brow furrowed as he surveyed the rugged terrain. "'Aye, ain't gonna be easy lugging this through those cliffs,' Longshanks agreed, eyeing the treacherous path with unease. A heavy silence descended. The pirates exchanged glances, the weight of their predicament settling in, A solution was needed and fast. After a tense deliberation, they drew lots on who would return to the town and secure a boat. When the final short stick was chosen, the task fell upon Bull. Dawn painted the sky in hues of pink and orange as Bull sauntered back into town, a sinister glint in his eyes. His mind churned with a nefarious plot hatched during his solo journey. Reaching the Crow's Nest tavern, he sought out Salty Jack, the weathered barkeep's familiar grin holding a newfound appeal. As Bull laid out his proposition, greed hung heavy in the air, thick and cloying. A tempting share of the treasure, he hissed, in exchange for a boat and a special concoction of wine. A few drops, he hissed, his voice dripping with venom. "'And they'll be joining Davy Jones for a permanent jig. Then the loot will be ours for the taking.' Salty Jack's grin widened, sharper than any cutlass as he grasped the offer. Plans already churned in his mind, darker than the shadows beneath his hat. "'Aye, I got just the thing,' he rasped, slipping a vial filled with a deceptively clear liquid into Bull's palm. "'A touch in each bottle, and the crew will sing shanties with the mermaids.' A twisted grin etched itself onto Bull's face as he neared the palm tree, the rowboat trailing behind like a grim shadow. The poisoned wine nestled among the spoils exuded a chill that belied the warmth of their celebration. Unaware of the serpents hidden within their cups, his comrades' laughter echoed across the desolate cliffs, each joyous sound a chilling counterpoint to the unspoken doom swirling in the air. But as Bull, driven by greed, steered them towards the waiting boat, the air crackled with unseen tension. Longshanks, his eyes flashing with sudden suspicion, lunged. His sword, a streak of silver in the fading light, found its mark. Bull crumpled onto the sand, the wine flask clattering away, its contents spilling like a twisted omen. Life drained from him with each laboured breath, his triumphant smirk replaced by a grimace of betrayal. Only Longshanks and Doubting Thomas remained, raising their glasses in a toast, still blind to the fate woven into their celebration. Each sip of the poisoned wine was a step closer to the abyss, their dreams of wealth dissolving into a chilling reality. The sinking sun hemorrhaged bruise purple across the desolate shore as a small sloop ghosted onto the scene piloted by salty jack his laughter a grating rasp against the cliffs echoed the grim tableau before him ignoring the cold weight of the gold coins clinking in his pouch plunder paid by his partners he heaved the treasure chest back into the earth its burden a wee bit heavier now in the gathering darkness he dragged the lifeless bodies deeper into the tree line adding them to a macabre collection of other traitorous pirates hidden beneath the skeletal branches. I warned ye lads. His rasp barely a flicker against the swallowing night. Captain John Bowen's wrath ain't easily escaped. Cross him and your fate joins these bones beneath the sand. With a final deliberate swipe of sand erasing all trace of his handiwork, he vanished into the inky expanse, leaving behind a chilling truth etched in the silence, Some treasures are cursed, their price exceeding even the greediest soul's reach. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Car Time Stories podcast. Before I let you go, I would like to implore you to rate our podcast and write a brief review. Your help would be greatly appreciated. And finally, please visit cartimestories.com to purchase our premium video content. Until next time, we thank you and hope that you tell your friends about the Car Time Stories podcast, where we strive to fuel young minds one story at a time.